Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Something that our dear brother Barry knew very well was that words mean something. They're more than just sounds that come into our eardrums and resonate in our minds. When you hear words, you process them. You extract their meaning, and then you think on them. And then sometimes you will react. All the time, inwardly, you have a reaction, but sometimes outwardly, too. Some words make us feel pain and anger, sorrow, frustration, or shock. Hearing of Barry's death brought many of those feelings out in all of us. There were things yet for us to do. There were words left unsaid. Moments left to share together. But now the time for those things has passed. Despite all the range of emotions we may feel, quick on the heels of his death was something very important. There were other words. There were words of help of comfort, of peace, of encouragement, of strengthening. You heard them today. With each part of this funeral, you heard those words today. And they are the words that you will be comforted with in all of those times when you think of Barry. You will be comforted with the words of the resurrection. They are words from faith and for faith, words that make us to turn to Christ and to trust in his promises. For Perry's body is covered in this beautiful white cloth for a purpose. It teaches us that he is not gone from us forever, for the Lord has covered him with the beautiful robe of white Beautiful righteousness of Christ covers all of his sins, and he has been ushered from this life into the next. And he is waiting. His body at rest, at sleep, his soul with the Lord in perfect joy and peace. But he waits. He waits for the day of the resurrection. He waits for the joyful reunion with all those who die in the faith. He waits for his reunion yet with all of you. You all know that Barry, the faithful husband, father, grandfather, brother, and friend, liked to be prepared. He did. Always in his coat pocket were the note cards. And the day that he forgot them was a day that he felt unprepared. But this morning I can say to you with sure confidence that he in fact was prepared for this day to come. And he had also done something more than just prepare himself. He prepared each one of you. He prepared all of us. All of you, his family, Chris and Bill and Brittany, Ian, Desiree, all of, all of us were prepared for this day by his being so steadfast in the faith and immovable. 
Chris, you were prepared for this day because your marriage was built on the foundation of Christ. And it was an image of Christ's marriage to the church. And you, Bill and Brittany, prepared for this day as well because he raised you in the faith. And as much as it was in his power, he encouraged you to stay in the faith and to bring up your families in the faith as well. And to all of us, we share in this because Barry knew that he could not prevent this day from coming, nor would he have wanted to. For as St. Paul says, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Whenever this day would come, he was ready. He had readied your hearts in Christ, for Christ is the one who has risen from the dead, never to die again. Christ is the one who has made a way for us so that death no longer has dominion over us, not over Barry, not over any one of you. Death does not win. And so he led you here to the fold of the church, to this place of safety and protection where you can be fed with God's enduring words of hope and comfort. There is a time for everything, but not everything comes at the time in which we most expect it. So today we give our Lord abundant thanks for his words, which drown out all the words of death and sorrow and which silence all the fears and doubts in our hearts, these words of St. Paul, we shall always be with the Lord. Comfort one another with these words. Christ has risen from the dead, has secured for us these words of St. Paul. They cannot be overturned. They cannot be changed. It is as one Easter hymn, Awake my heart with gladness, so beautifully ends. He, that is Jesus, brings me to the portal that leads to bliss untold, whereon this rhyme immortal is found in script of gold, who there my cross has shared, finds here a crown prepared, who there with me has died, shall here be glorified. When you live in Christ, it is most difficult to share in the cross. It means you have to walk the walk, not just believe. You believe and so you also change your life to be modeled into the image of Christ. It was a hard thing to share in the cross of Christ because it means you must sacrifice for others. Give up of your time and your energy to be with those who are in need, expecting nothing in return. That's what Jesus did. He said, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But the sheep can do nothing in return, can they? They don't have anything to do to build up the shepherd who protects them and watches over them, but Jesus still does it, undeserved and loving his sheep, because it is his duty to deliver them from hunger and thirst and all danger in order that they would always be with him. So because Jesus first rescued Barry by laying down his life for him, there was a fruit that came from Barry's faith in Jesus. It was his desire to unconditionally love others, not counting the cost or worrying about the sacrifice. 
As it was just last week on Good Shepherd Sunday, Chris shared with me that Barry turned to him or turned to her and said, about this hymn, the king of love my shepherd is, just how much he loved it. How wonderful a hymn it was. And look at the first verse that speaks this truth. I nothing lack if I am his and he is mine forever. We lack nothing in this life in Christ. And that's what Barry believed. He believed that he would always be with the Lord, whether he had much or little. He was the Lord's, and so he lacks nothing. And so he followed Christ's example. Who here did not find a man that was willing to listen? Who had words prepared, ready to comfort and encourage us in the faith? who genuinely did care about how we were doing, who would seek us out and ask, wanting to know what was going on in our lives. In the years that I knew him, he helped to visit, to comfort many shut-ins, many hospitalized, many young men and women who needed an ear, who needed a man rooted in the faith. He shared in the cross of Christ, Comforting those who were weak and sick, those who were troubled and dismayed, with the same hope that you all receive today. That you lack nothing if you are in Christ and he is yours forever. For we do not hope in vain. No, we do not. There is nothing vain in hoping in the promise that awaits us because Christ has risen from the dead. We await the perfect healing of our bodies. We await the day when all of our struggles go away and we are with the Lord forever. We await the day when all our sorrows shall pass, all our tears wiped away, the day when all we shall know is peace. You know that even now you can have peace on earth. The very thing that many of us hope for and pray for endlessly. You can have it now. There was a reason that Barry made it a point to be in God's holy church each week. It wasn't because of his responsibilities as an elder, though that did fit him well. It was because he desired to share in the fruits of Christ's cross. He wanted the forgiveness that came in the words of the absolution. He wanted the hymns that spoke of the gospel and to sing them He wanted the words that were preached, and he wanted the sacrament which delivered the body and blood of Jesus to him. Where the fruits of the cross were given, that's where he wanted to be. That's how serious he was about the faith. And he wanted as many as would listen to join him. It was no act. It was no face. He came here with a heart that believed and with a tongue that confessed that Jesus is Lord. Right up here at this altar, he would kneel and after receiving the resurrected body and blood of the Lord for, for forgiveness, for life and salvation, for the renewal of his spirit, he did something that always caught my head every week. His head would be bowed, his hands would be clasped, And he'd make a gesture like this, a heartfelt motion 
Maybe it went unnoticed by many, but not by me. He gestured for thanksgiving because he knew what he had received. He had received the lifeblood that gives life to the world, the life of Christ. And as much as he wanted you to be there next to him, he knew how much he also needed to be here. There was nothing for him to worry about when he was Christ and Christ was his. So you see, all of this comes to a point. That Christ prepared Barry for this very day. And Barry has prepared all of us as Jesus had spoke through us in our devotions, in our prayers, in our life together. That Jesus had prepared a crown for all those who die in him. A crown was prepared for Barry away from death into life. And now for you all, God has made a way from, he's made a way for you through your sorrows into the words of hope that you so desperately need to hear this day. For in the sorrow over death, you may rejoice in the one who conquers death. In anger over things you cannot control or understand, you may have the peace that is beyond all understanding, that Christ has defeated your greatest foes. Sin, death, and the devil are vanquished. In your little while of waiting, until the day when you shall be brought to be with the Lord, or when he returns in glory, our prayer is that you be filled with patient endurance to await that day. For these enemies of life have been conquered in the death and resurrection of Christ. So as again, St. Paul says, we shall always be with the Lord. Comfort one another with these words. So in the coming weeks and months, when all the other voices in the room seem to be the loudest, and the words that you hear bring you fear and anxiousness, when they bring you despair, cast them aside and listen again to the voice of the Good Shepherd who calls you, who reminds you of what he has said. For he is the one who will lead you through the valley of the shadow of death. It is his rod and staff that shall comfort you. They shall defend you against all the attacks of the evil one. And he will lead you here to the table which he prepares for each of you each week. A table in the midst of your enemies where you can recline in true peace. The invitation of your Savior. And there with the whole company of saints, with all the angels and archangels, all the company of heaven, there you can give glory to God and thanksgiving for he has indeed saved you. God is present with us now. He has promised to be with you to the very end of the age, never to leave you or abandon you. And so again, Paul is right. Barry is always with the Lord. You are always with the Lord. Those who are living and those who are departed cannot be taken from the hand of Christ. I do not say that your road forward is going to be easy. But I can promise you this. You will always find your comfort here in the words of Christ and in the blessed sacrament, in the communion of saints. For in all these things,
you will know as Barry did that the Lord is always with you and you are always with the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all our understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord.